Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of North London Is, where Julian and Perry discuss, debate, and banter about their beloved Tottenham and Arsenal, as well as the main Premier League talking points. Welcome to another episode of North London Is. What a mad, mad few days we've had in the Premier League. Saturday night, we had obviously Arsenal's controversial defeat at Newcastle. And last night, I went to one of the maddest games ever. Five goals, five disallowed goals, two sending offs, two bad injuries. Um, a 4-1 home defeat to Chelsea. Perry, first of all, how are you? I'm okay, George. Good to see you. You've been a little bit under the weather, haven't you? Yeah, I've uh, I've had COVID for the last week or so, so uh, haven't had the best of weeks, which, uh, which last night certainly, certainly didn't help, that's for sure. Mm. Where do you want to start, at Spurs or at uh, St James's Park? We've no, let's got... start with Spurs because I've managed now to watch the majority of your game. And uh, how did you feel? I'll tell you what. I mean, I was really frustrated. We started really, really well. Um, scored after six or seven minutes. Bit of a lucky deflection goal. Um, we scored what I thought was a, a great goal, great move uh, with Son. Apparently, it was just millimetres offside. Um, and then we sort of, I don't know why, we, we self-imploded. Um, you know, Romero, and I know what your thoughts were, I thought he had turned the corner. He didn't make one foul in the first four or five games of the season. But I can't defend him for yesterday. We lost because of him. Um, yeah. I know you, you don't need to make many fouls, though, against... Sheffield United, Burnley, Luton. <laughs> uh, no, but he, I think he's been pretty good this season. Um, he's matured with the, you know, he's one of the vice captains. Yesterday, though, I mean, he could have gone before, let's be honest. Um, you know, he, I didn't see it at, at, on the night, uh, but obviously he, he, should, he should have gone before. Um, he should have I gone thought, before. I thought his sending off was... I mean, it was a stupid challenge. I mean, he did get the ball first, but obviously the follow-through took it, took him through. I can't really complain about that. Um, that was a penalty, down to 10 men. They scored, and you thought, OK, got most of the game, you know, 10 men. And we, we kept it to one all uh, until half-time. And I thought, OK, it's going to be a long half. And then you doggy, I mean, again, another player who who could have gone earlier. Um, I th- I thought it was a red initially, his, his, his first tackle um, in the first half. I thought he could have seen red for that. Um, so no complaints, the second yellow. Um, unlike, unlike Romero, though, he's young, he's raw, 
he is a great player. He will be a great player. Um, he's just got to cut out the naivety. So, you know, after 55 minutes, you're down to nine men. But I've got to be honest, I know it was 4-1 and it looks like they slaughtered us. But in the last five, seven minutes, Bentocor had that header. Dyer scored, which was millimetres offside. And then Son went through in the end. I mean, it was a good save. We could have nicked a two-all draw with nine men. And, OK, they scored two goals in the last two or three minutes. But, I mean... I didn't realise at the time, because you're in the ground, you're in the atmosphere, I didn't realise how high a line we were playing. And obviously you saw that on telly. Um, I just thought they were attacking us because we were down to ten, uh, nine men. But, I mean, what did you think of that high line? Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of in a bit of disbelief at... The, the manager of the month for the first three months, I don't know whether he won... October is as well, but you just you just don't do that. Listen, I'm I'm a very big fan of romanticism in football because I had the most romantic manager that there's probably ever been in the Premiership, Arsene Wenger, and I stuck up for him. But last night, the I kind of was thinking, what's a funny parallel? And the parallel that I came up with with Arsenal, and I'm taking the Mickey out of my football team here, is you playing a high line last night was like Wenger turning up to the 2007 Cup Final, uh, League Cup Final against Chelsea and Cardiff with Thierry Henry in a suit, William Gallas in a suit. He played the entire reserves that day. Why? Win a trophy. Mourinho, Ferguson, Guardiola, win a trophy. Why is Postacoglu with Dyer, who wasn't so dire last night, and Hoiberg, but they're not quick. And let me tell you, if Chelsea had anything about them, that would have been an I annihilate. thought Chelsea were poor. I, you know, I, and I know it that sounds shocking. mad, winning 4-1, but we re we really did very nearly no, get that equaliser in the last Listen, five minutes. It's hard. It is you know, to sit back with nine men, I think we would have lost anyway. You would have, and there's, there's a merit to it. Listen, look at what how hard you found to break down Liverpool with nine men. Do you remember that game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's not easy. You won with a deflected goal in literally the 10th minute of extra time. It's not easy. But if Postacoglu is playing a high line, he's making it bloody easier. And the fact that Van der Ven went off, and I don't know how long he's going to be out for, who is by far and away your quickest defender. Yeah. For yeah. me, Jackson, I know he scored a hat-trick. He was shocking. Sterling could have, by the way, could have got booked and sent off dive. But I want to go back, like, like Romero, I'm sorry. He, he, he's just a liability. He is a good defender. There's no question. Listen, he won the World Cup with Argentina. Mind you, me and you could have played him with, with Messi. He was so good in that tournament. But, but no, no, listen, honestly, I know that, you know, we're, we're here to kind of wind each other up a little bit. But honestly, honestly... I don't see it with Romero. I, I see he's a good defender, no question. And I think he's very good with sometimes with his timing. But he lives on the edge. And let me he tell does. you. He does. I, I, I also think you take that edge off him. He's probably not. No, that's the problem you've got. That's the yeah. problem you've got. And, is, you know, more challenges like that is going to become a liability. Well, listen, a doggy, listen, as far as I was concerned, when I saw it for the first, when I saw it on Twitter, his initial challenge, 
for me, I was going mental that he wasn't sent off. I've got to admit, having looked at it now, I wish he had been sent off, but I think it was more of a yellow card. The, the Romero kick is a red card. How he hasn't gone for that kick. And it's not, it's like Beckham in the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still a red card. And yeah. then he's done the thing again. It's awful. It's pathetic. It's, it's, if I was Postacoglu, I'd say to Romero, you've got one more chance. Otherwise, you know, I'm here to win things. I'm here. You're a great player. I need you to grow up and be careful, especially yeah. when he's already, especially when he's already that type of, you know, Chelsea, Chelsea were there for the taking. Spurs came out in the first 10 minutes, played very well. And a, possibly an older team. Remember, we've got to give, forget Postacoglu, you've got a brand new team. You know, yeah. you've got a brand new team. And Postacoglu, you've got to give him a chance, but they were there for the taking. My worry, my, not for Spurs so much, because is that I'm hoping that doesn't give them confidence. Chelsea, well, they've got City. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this weekend's what's the what's the, just before we go on to the Arsenal game what's the news on the injuries because Madison will obviously play against Wolves won't he well I, I hope it was more precaution and I think but what's Van der Ven Van der Ven I think it's at least six weeks six eight weeks I don't think we'll see him because that he was running right in front of us and you, you know it just went. You could see. I, I personally you could see think him when they sort of helped him off the pitch. Yeah, I mean, he was he was in a from, lot. From watching of you this season against us, Liverpool, United, and last night, which you were four biggest games, uh, three of them at home. Um, he's your key player because yeah. the way you play, the way you play. I'm That's not saying right. he's your because best we football. play with a high line and because we are you play with a high line, and in doggies right. quick as well. Well, and you know, but he's, the he's biggest in. problem we've got is not so much we lost last night is the injuries and suspensions. Now, you know, we missed Romero for three games. You know, one of them is City away. Van der Ven's going to be out for six, eight weeks. I would have thought minimum. Um, yeah. Madison. Madison's been carrying a knock for a few weeks. And, you know, if he doesn't play against Wolves, then I hope he obviously isn't picked for England and that he can yeah. have a two-week break. Uh, Bentacor is back, which is a big plus, but... you know, he, he play for Uruguay? Up. Yeah, he might play for Uruguay. Um, you know, well, this, I mean, this, the problem is we're playing Wolves on, on Saturday without three of our four back four. You know, we've got... Udoki who's suspended. We've got Romero who's suspended. We've got Van der Ven that's out. Um, so I'm not sure who's going to... Uh, I mean, maybe... Injuries, injuries is, is, of course, it's unlucky. I, mean, I know, but you get four in one game. You know, yeah, that's... But, but, but injuries is, is, is unlucky. Suspensions, I'm sorry. Especially if they're... Not, if they're we can't have any argument on the Spurs sending off last night. No, I'm not, they, I'm not defending them. I told they you should have been, They no, should have been no sent off before. Um, I think you'll have a tough game against Wolves, whatever. I think even if you had your full team, I think you'd have a tough game. They're playing yeah. okay. I think you're still favourites. Neto's out. If Neto was fit, I'd really feel worried from a neutral point of view. Obviously, I hope you get smashed. <laughs> but from a neutral point of view, I still see Spurs as slight favourites because Neto's out. If Neto was playing with your defence, I think you'd be in for a, a really well, maybe, Maybe, you know... I've heard a rumour this afternoon they're going to play uh, 
play Vicario as a sweeper and play Foster in goal. I mean, the, the way he was sweet, the way he comes running out, the guy's an absolute lunatic, but what a monster. Um, well, he played well last night and he's certainly been a surprise, really? I think, for Spurs fans. Yeah, well, we, we were all disappointed and we'll come on to this in a minute when we didn't get Raya in the summer. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Raya's performance at Newcastle. But Any more on Spurs game? Any more final, final thoughts? You know, it's not so much Spurs. It, it's, you know, yesterday we had 12 minutes injury time in the first half. We had nine minutes injury um, minutes in, in the second half. Now, out of those 21 right, minutes, nine of them were waiting for VAR decisions. Mm, and when you're, when you're in the stadium, you haven't got a clue what's going on. We, we're not seeing any cameras like you are at home on Sky. You know, when you, I'm watching a neutral game at home, it's quite exciting. You see the lines, you see what they're That's terrible. Doing, you know, but how can that be right for paying public, right, to not know for nine minutes at a game what is going on? It's becoming on? a farce, mate. It's becoming a farce. There were nine VAR decisions in the first half alone last night. And whether it's right or wrong, right, I, I think the VAR decisions were probably all right last night. But... <sighs> You can't celebrate a goal, even if there's nothing wrong with it, because you think it's going to get called back in two minutes' time because of a handball that happened in the build-up. You know, so you can't 100% celebrate. You never know what's going on. Um, you never know if the goals are going to be taken away. It's just not, it's, it's, and, it's, and it's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about your game as well. You know, VAR is ruining football. It's not, and that's not because Varg are going against us. Or, you know, we've been on the end of good decisions and bad decisions of VAR. And despite what you say, most teams are. Um, and I just think, you know, they won't. But if you're going to keep it, keep people inside the stadiums in the loop as to what's going on. Have everyone mics up so you yeah, can see. Yeah. But they're not going to do... Listen, let's come on to the Arsenal game. Because there's a hell of a lot to say. We, we haven't got all night and people are going to get bored. But uh, this is, the, for me, there are very little words. If we if we take the game as a whole, it was one of Arsenal's best performances of the season defensively. Um, I thought as an attacking unit, we were pretty blunt. But defensively, and especially that man, Declan, again, running the whole game. But, you know, listen, from the, this is my take on it. From the first minute of the game, you know that they've they've smashed Dan Byrne, who by the way is out for three months. I mean Newcastle yeah, has serious injuries. You know he smashed into. I don't know if you watched the game, but he smashed into Saka three times. Two of them were disgusting tackles. One of them was actually a good tackle, but he he won the ball and then he followed through. He there was no yellow card. You've then got an incident about the seventeenth minute when Kai Havertz is running forward, kind of. The, I think it's long stuff, kind of pulls him a little bit. The referee doesn't do anything. And then if I'm honest, if I'm a neutral, 70% of neutrals in the country will say he should have been sent off. 30% Arsenal fans, maybe Sunderland fans will say no. He hasn't trailed with his first foot. but he's So if you watch the tackle... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Second, but, but I get it. I understand he could have got sent off. And it went to VAR. They've said no. And then five minutes later, okay, five minutes later, Bruno Gamares, who was running around like a complete headless chicken the entire game, but for the first 20 minutes, then put his forearm into the back of Jorginho's head. Now, that's not... 
What I want to get onto tonight, Julian, is there's no subjectivity to that. It is a sending off. It it's been it hasn't been seen by the referee, so VAR have to come in, send him off. They didn't. Of course, I'm I'm saying Havertz could have been sent off. Fine. I don't think the second one happens if the first one is penalised. Possibly, but the thing is, is that the reason I think why Havertz is getting so, am I allowed to say pissed off, is because we wouldn't. Listen, they're a good team, Newcastle. I'm not here to say they're not a good team. And defensively, they are strong, which is why I was so happy, if there's any Newcastle fans, that you got walloped tonight in Hamburg. No, not in Hamburg, in Dortmund. But the thing is, is that we were getting no protection with Saka. Havertz went in late, shouldn't have done it. But Gamares goes. And by the way, before Gamares went, or just after we went, there was a corner. It hasn't even been mentioned, by the way. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And in Ketia... And Gabriel Marguerite both get pulled down, no penalty. And it hasn't even been shown. And I'm not making this up. Half time, we go in, nil-nil, bit of a wind-up, Newcastle come out, bit of a boring game, 15 minutes to go. We've got the most ridiculous goal. Come on. This is it's farcical. The ball's gone off. Okay. Yes, they're showing. I've got Spurs fans showing me that how a ball works and how it's not offside. And it's like, okay, fine. They couldn't prove, this is VAR, couldn't prove the ball went off. It's a one, it's 100% a foul by Joe Linton on Gabriel. It's not... Honestly, honestly, I mean, I've, I've seen it at various different angles, right? And I think, you ask 100 refs, right? I think 50 would give it as a foul, 50 wouldn't. It's well, not Dermot, the most disgusting Dermot decision. Right. Gallagher today, I've, and he's, I don't think I've ever remembered when he's, he's actually, I think he said, I can see the point why I think it, it is a foul. But hold on. This is this is where I've got a problem. But, but Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher, both Premier League defenders, didn't think it was a foul. Of course they didn't think it was a foul. And I'm going to come on to those two boys in a minute. Now, what I've really got a problem with is, number one, it's a definite foul, whatever Gary and Jamie said. But number two... We've got an offside. Football is a contact sport. You can no, have course. But do you honestly believe if that's anywhere else on the pitch, you don't think it would have been a foul? Because I do. I think he's all over. He's like, it's like a gorilla. But listen to this, right? They're checking for handball and offside. And what do we hear? And 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 what do we hear? They haven't got enough evidence. To see yeah, whether that, that's the same for Crystal Palace's goal. Against no, no, 
No, no, I understand. No, 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 it's not. No, let me tell you why you're wrong. The Crystal Palace goal, as far as I'm concerned, shouldn't have been given. But that is subjective. Because what they've done is they've gone to VAR and they've said that Ayu hasn't handballed it. I've said, and you've said, he has handballed it. What I'm saying about the VAR and that Arsenal disgusting negative goal is that they're saying they haven't got enough evidence on the pitch to prove that the ball went out, it was handball, or it wasn't offside. What? This is a billion pounds. No cameras that showed that it handballed or not. You can't give something on the probability that it may have been handled. What, so you give a goal? You give a goal instead? Well, no, you because can't, you the can't problem is, the ref, the ref gave the goal, right? So VAR have to decide if there's been a clear and obvious error. And there obviously wasn't a clear and obvious error because they couldn't see the evidence. That's yeah. why VAR no, stood listen to what you're saying. official decision. But what's the point of VAR? If you can't see the evidence and the one evidence they have got is that Joe Linton is using Gabrielle as a climbing frame. That's, you know, you don't actually see that because you see them both flying in the air. And if Raya had actually caught the ball, which he should have instead of flapping at it. Well, the problem for Raya, and this is, this is the only thing I'm going to say for Newcastle here, is that when the ball's gone out, and everybody, by the way, who was watching TV thought the ball had gone out. It was only afterwards when we've seen all like Gary Neville yesterday when it's a Tottenham, Tottenham-Chelsea game, he's still talking about the Arsenal game. That's how big we are, and I get it, Gary. But basically, <laughs> Raya should have played to the whistle. That's where I will agree. That's yeah. where I think he was weak, and that's why I was really angry about him. But... For me, it is shocking. And what has gone on since then, listen, a lot of people are going to really... Not, but do you not think, right, you, you know, after they scored, you didn't have one shot on target. You only had one shot on target. No, that, yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you not think, and Arteta's not the only manager that does this when you lose, right? You're going to say deflect. from the performance. Do you not think Arteta... I mean, listen... What, listen Julian, I'm not going to bore you. I'm not going to bore you and all the Spurs fans who come in on here. His his comments after the game and today in the press conference weren't just about Newcastle. Last year, Arsenal win the league. Arsenal win the league. Arsenal win the league if VAR decisions go. You watch the Man City game. Kovacic, he... he, he... Yeah, listen, you, you can run off loads of examples that VAR have harmed Arsenal. And I would agree with most of them. But then you've got to accept against Man United when you were 2-1 up, right? And they went on and scored United. No, you mean right? one all and then they, they, they scored to make it 2-1, yeah. Right. I thought it was a goal, yeah. Yeah, right. Like when you're, um, Eddie fouled our keeper, right? You should have gone down to 10 men, right? That could have been a three-point swing in our favour. But Julian, favor, Julian right? you're missing the point with those. They're all subject. They're all, there's, a, there's a subjectivity to this. We that's are not saying Gamarez, Gamarez after the game should be banned. He, yes, he, I, he look I at it after the game. Against, Bor- listen, listen, listen. Against Arsenal last year, Arsenal received three apologies, right? They didn't draw the lines. Now, I want to come on to this, and I don't want to keep on and on about this every week. You've got Gary Neville, 
Jamie Carragher and Michael Owen, who have all been on Monday Night Football with guess who, Howard Webb, putting their arms around him. We've seen all the footage of it over the last few days because Arsenal fans, of course, they're defending their manager. <coughs> what you come out with, Arteta, is, is so good. Not Forget the Arsenal bit. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. But you see, what you've got now, you've got tribalism in football is actually hurting football. So what you've got now is that yeah, you've got... Maybe, um, Arteta is just whipping up the fans. No, right. but, but making fans like you think there's a vendetta and corruption against your club. Well, you don't come out and say we were lucky today with a VAR decision, like against United or Spurs, right? Look at Wolves, right? Wolves You're shocking. Falling decisions the last few. Listen, years. I'm not saying I can't speak for Tottenham, Liverpool, Man United, City, Wolves. I can speak for Arsenal. I watch it every week. I watch Saka get smashed. This is the England wonder kid. The, he is getting protected about as much as, well, I won't go into politics and what's going into the Middle East at the moment, but literally there's nothing there. And you've, what, what I can't bear is that now it's like Gary Neville is the Prime Minister. Gary Neville's going to talk now and we're all going to listen. He's oh, having he's a go. an opinion on everything. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. He's having a go at Arteta, having been under... <laughs> the most despicable manager towards referees and journalists, he wouldn't allow... Yeah, but United never made official statements. I mean, that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. And you did that to put pressure on the officials, which is actually He's done that because it's got to be sorted. And the more... He's not going to be sorted because Arsenal say sorted. No, no, no. He's done that because, like Klopp, I I think Arteta should have asked for a, a replay as well. I really do. No, I really do. Because, because of course, we're not going to get one. We're not going to get one. But these games are done. Listen, after the Liverpool goal, which, let's be honest, was the most unbelievable decision in the last five years that Spurs have now got an extra three points because of that goal. And yeah, you're, talking about, you're talking about a three-point turn. If we've got a draw at Newcastle, which, let's be honest, we definitely deserved, and you had got a draw against Liverpool, which after those sendings off and the goal, the phantom goal or whatever the goal, you won't even want to call it, you'd have two points less. We'd have one point less. It makes we, might, we, we may have two points more because you should have had 10 men at the Emirates. What do you mean we should have had 10 men? What are you talking about in Ketia's? Yeah, you know, you know that Hold was on. a sending off. But Basuma's on a no. button and he's doing this already. You know, this, those are all. I understand all What's these safe? decisions. The Liverpool decision at, at White Hart Lane, oh, right? no, come on. The Newcastle goal, right at St James's Park, right. You say get rid of VAR, right? No, no, no. VAR, VAR didn't make these decisions, right? I'm saying the on-field gave us the goal against Liverpool. The on-field ref gave the goal. Yeah, you, you lot. Yeah. Yeah, and right. I'm saying that VAR is this big thing with Howard Webb and, and Gary Neville and Michael Owen all backing VAR is run by idiots, right? And they make bad decisions. But it's it's ruining the game, Jules. You, I agree. Listen, I, listen, Mike, listen I, this is what I really want to get across in all of this. You've got the tackles, you've got the handballs. And for me, for me, that is all... It's all 50-50 you're going to have. Tottenham fans saying this and Arsenal fans saying no. When you've got Guimaraes doing that and the PGMO afterwards saying, well, there was no elbow used. What? What 
what do you mean there's no elbow used? He's put his arm into the back of his head. There's no debate about it. It's a sending off. I agree. In Ketia, when Romero did the handball against Man United, could it have been, I said it was, you said it wasn't. And I agree, it's 50-50, have it. But come on. You know, they've got to sort this out. And the more you've got this chummy Gary Neville Carragher sticking up for, and Postacoglu, by the way. Now, let's get on to your manager after the game. Because he's saying, you know, we've got to have respect for the referee, which I agree with, but he got booked yesterday. Yeah. Do you know what he got booked for? Yeah, for coming out of his area. Yeah, and, and Arteta does that every game, yeah. but he's allowed to because he's and Arteta. He's, come, he's got, but if you look, look into it, he's come out because he's not happy with what the referee was doing. He's made, and by the way, abusive. No, but hold on. Look at his footage when he was... We we can't do this because this is a podcast. He was having a go at the referees while he was at Celtic. Come on. He's playing a very clever game, Postacoglu. And It's very respectful to the officials. Everybody gets... Of course he's respectful. How can he have a go at the AR? performance on the touchline every game. That is embarrassing. If he's talking about... That is embarrassing. Like Ferguson, passionate. Like Conte, passionate, Mourinho, sure passionate. But passionate. listen, listen, the thing, the biggest, biggest problem we've got here now, as I, as I said before, is we've got a tribalism in football that is kind of ruining football because you've got everybody, basically, it's when the Arsenal goal, when the Newcastle goal goes in, all the Newcastle fans and the City fans and the Tottenham fans are all happy that Arsenal have been absolutely buggered. So, but what people need to see through is that we've got to find a solution to these diabolical decisions, Jules. Otherwise, listen, football's just going to get I, I, I agree with that. And listen, you know, you and I both want VAR scrapped, you know. I would love oh, it. Oh, I want it run by better it's people. Not, it's not going to. I want it run by They're better people. They're going to keep it, right? They should have 30-second maximum to make a decision because then if it's any longer, to me, it's not clear and obvious. Right, and get the fans that are paying good money, keep them in the loop about the decision. If it's 30 seconds, I don't think fans would complain. It's when it's like four or five minutes and they still come to the wrong decision. I think, you know, that's well, why you get fans. It's, listen, it's ruining the game live. You're waiting, like you've just said. I mean, come on, that's disgusting. You're paying to watch football and you're sitting there for like 10, 15 minutes a game. Like, or, or, and Chelsea fans, listen, I can't stand yeah. Chelsea either. Yeah. And you're all sitting there. I'm sorry. It's got, listen, the league is going to be won. This, the most, sorry, the most important player or human on the pitch now is the referee. Then after that, it's the boys. Oh, by the way, it's the boys in the studio. Honestly, I want your honest opinion on this. Do you not think in that VAR studio they haven't got Sky Sports on and listening to the opinion of what Gary Neville and what um, Jamie Carragher are saying every game? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, what I don't understand is how how Gary Neville and Jamie, they can hear the VAR conversations. Yeah, they hear it before. I don't think that's right. It's terrible. It's not good to the viewers, but, you know, I'm sure it probably works both ways. I mean... I just don't understand some of Listen, them. as you say, I'm ranting, I'm going ang- I'm getting angry. I was angry last night when a doggy doesn't get sent off and Romero doesn't get sent off. I'm angry on Saturday night. It's not going to change. I pray that Arsenal get lucky. I pray that you get unlucky. Not with injuries. That I hate. You know what? I saw that um, there was some, some kind of photos today on Twitter with uh, Arsenal and Spurs fans were saying, ha, 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 ha. 
Van der Ven, that looks awful. But with Spurs, but because they were showing that when Timber got injured, there were Spurs fans going, "Oh, what a shame he's out." It's pathetic. I don't, yeah, I no, don't want to see anybody no. get injured. That no. I don't want. But what I do want is, I do want. I, I worry, and I don't want to say the word corruption, but I worry that things are getting very, very weird and very wolves. I mean, what, what yeah. they have got. What's gone on with them? I mean, the last-minute penalty against Sheffield United, who have got one point this season, and then yeah. they suddenly get a last-minute penalty after 10 minutes. That wasn't the penalty. Yeah. But no, that's, I agree. Again, I agree. That's been again, again, Hopefully they'll continue at Molyneux on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I really hope they get... I really hope they get some luck. Did you see any of the Liverpool game or the City I game? Watched, I, I did see the Liverpool game. Um, I was... Uh, I became very nervous after Luton scored. You know, I, I was, you know, I really wanted Luton to hold out. Um, yeah. You know, but uh, it's a shame. But uh, I was happy to see Diaz think, score in a way. You know, I was going to say, you know, forgetting your rivalry, I think yeah, that, that goes more than everything. Is going through. Um, if anyone, if you wanted anyone to score for Liverpool, it was him, wasn't it? Um, and listen, I've got to tell you, that was a good result for you and us. Uh, obviously, well, listen, I mean, you know, our, the results went our way this weekend. I mean, obviously, Brighton drew at Everton. Yeah. Uh, Villa, Villa lost. lost. Forest. Villa um, lost. We lost. You know, you 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 lost. Um, it's just a shame that, you know, we... we... Have you seen the, the, the betting for it? The, the bookies normally know City 4-9 to nine, and then it's Arsenal and Liverpool 7-1. to one. You're still four favourites, 18-1. to one, But City are now way 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 ahead of everybody um, I mean, my my worry is the first 10 games we won eight games brilliant start you know can you know and you know i know you were trying to you know pin me down to top four last week um and you know if you have your, your, your first 11 i think we've had every chance to finish top four but i was always worried because of our squad um if we got injuries and and bloody hell, it, you know, it never rains but pours when you support Spurs. But the next three games, obviously, without Romero and obviously Van der Ven, we've got Wolves away, we've got Villa at home, and then we've got City away. Um, I just hope, looking at Wolves on Saturday, I hope for a draw. I am worried about that game now with all the injuries. Not sure Madison will make it because yet again, second consecutive weekend, we were the last team to play, and again the first team to play. The so you weekend. had the biggest amount of rest. I get that, and you've had ten days before. Yeah, we we, we, we played on Monday, Friday, and then we're playing Monday and Saturday morning. Incredible um, how yeah. they gave you ten yeah. days it's rest. Fair, one, yeah, one it's thing fair. I will say, which was very interesting. Do you believe this? Somebody said a Tottenham fan said today on Twitter the reason why Van der Ven got that injury is because yeah. of the breakup in play. Yeah, now, I mean, it, makes, it makes sense. No, no, that actually is the only thing, sensible thing I've heard from a Tottenham fan this season. Yeah. I do and actually I, agree with that. And I think you'll see, I don't know it's about not you, good. don't you think there's been a lot of muscle injuries this season? Yeah, so yeah. Spurs or Arsenal, and, you know, and maybe the stop-start, especially on a cold evening. Yeah, right? it's not good. Listen, it's not good. Listen, we're running out of time, talking about injuries. Arsenal, obviously, without their entire spine. Party's out, Jesus is out, Odegaard's out, Timber's out, Smith Rowe's out. Now Spurs are going to find it's not easy without their first 11. I, I can't make my mind up about the Wolves game. I, I tell you why, because I don't actually really 
know their team inside out, if I'm honest. But I'm going to go for one all. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'd be, you know, listen, before last night, I, I think we should have gone there and won. I'd, I'd take a draw now. Um, and what about you know, Arsenal Burnley? It'd be very interesting to see who we play at the back, um, yeah. you know. Uh, Arsenal, Arsenal Burnley, Arsenal reserves against Burnley. Listen, you know, we hit them for five up, up at their place. I think they're, though he plays football the right way, I can't see anything but. And very quickly, because I've just noticed the time, we've obviously got um, a very big game tomorrow night, and you've obviously got a very big game. No, they've actually, in their wisdom, given us four four days off in between yeah. games. Well, that uh, does help that when you don't play in Europe. Fancy Arsenal tomorrow night against the Euro Europa League champions? The European uh, champions? Yeah, you'll win that. You'll you win your... Europa Conference League quite convincingly. And I hope you do, because the more games you play in Europe, the better it is, hopefully, for City, us. City City at Chelsea? Any chance of a Chelsea win? Um, I hope... Listen, I mean... It's a hard I hate, one I, I, I hate Chelsea. Do I hope City win? Yeah, because I, 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 hate, I hate Chelsea. Um, a draw probably would help us. Uh, but, listen, we're not really challenging City for the league. And, you know... It, it probably would prefer a, a City win because you're competing with Chelsea for the league title. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I'm <laughs> going to go for... I think, I think City will win 2-0. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been quite an explosive episode as we thought it could well be. It has. To be. Um, and you didn't let us down. So uh, have a good week. We'll, we'll be back after the... Chelsea City game. Uh, yep. Just to remind you, we are on um, Apple iTunes, Spotify, all the main podcast platforms, as well as on social media. You can find on us on TikTok a little bit, can't you? Yeah, we're, we're on TikTok. We're, we're all, I keep saying Twitter every week, but it's now X, isn't it? Um, yeah, so got, got to move with the times. Exactly. Um, oh, can I just do a quick shout out? Yeah. To two Spurs fans I was with on Saturday night. Uh, I won't give their full names out, but Bobby L and James J. Bobby <laughs> was there. Bobby L was there last night with his sister, who had come all the way from uh, a nice part of the world, and that was lovely to see. Because I did see he put on a bit of a social media uh, post today, and I do think there's. I said today there is nothing better than going with family and friends. And I know he was at Spurs, but they both said that they thought you'd uh, you'd beat Chelsea. But they were wrong, but it was lovely to see what he put on today. And a shout out to my boy who might be going tomorrow night before he goes back to university. Ah, lovely. <laughs> All right, everyone, keep well, keep safe, and we'll see you next week. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.